You're listening to Fiercely Courageous Conversations with Dr. Rebecca Ray and Monica Cade. This is a monthly podcast to help you rise above fear and express yourself authentically. Our intention is to create real conversations and explore why many women hold themselves back from being all that they are. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Fiercely Courageous Conversations podcast with Dr. Rebecca Ray and myself, Monica Cade. Our aim is to provide thoughtful insight around how as women we limit ourselves from truly expressing who we are and how this manifests into our professional and personal lives. Well, today we're talking about acceptance and what a wonderful topic to sink our hearts and minds into. This episode is about highlighting the important role that acceptance plays in your everyday life in every moment. Beck and I will discuss what this role looks like and why acceptance is a pivotal component of transformation, whether that's in business or in life. We'll also debunk why acceptance is not about residing yourself to failure. Our aim is to help you realize that acceptance of what is, is the only way we can grow from where we are. Let's get started. Good morning, Beck. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Mon. How are you? I'm doing very well. Very well. Now, acceptance. I really like today's topic because I feel like it's had a big impact on my life in the sense that I feel like it's one of those things that have come around as a big lesson for me. Mm. How do you feel about it? Yeah, as someone who's, who teaches acceptance as a strategy in my clinical work, I feel intimately attached to this topic, but also because for me it's an ongoing practice. So I'm not sure that there's any other technique that has had as um, bigger shift for me in terms of how I approach hard feelings as acceptance. I just think it's so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. I agree completely with you. I I was pondering on this topic this morning on my walk and I had the same thoughts about it, how it's an ongoing process and it's probably one of the biggest things where I've, I've once realizing the importance of it, how much it has shifted the way that I approach those hard feelings. Yeah. So maybe we should begin by defining what acceptance is. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I think for me, I like to talk about what acceptance isn't first because I get a lot of people come and see me and when we start to talk about accepting something difficult, whether it be a feeling or a body sensation or a thought um, or even circumstances that have showed up that were unwanted and remain unwanted, sometimes it's very easy to confuse acceptance with having to like what it is that you're trying to accept or having to want it or approving of it. Mm. So acceptance is not that. Acceptance is not liking it, wanting it or approving of it. Instead, acceptance is being able to sit with what is without judging it and without getting into a struggle. And I think that's the key. One of the things about acceptance is that it's not about fight, And oftentimes, because we're human and we are experts at pain avoidance, (laughs) um, the first thing that we do when pain shows up is we call in the cavalry. You know, all our strategies for being able to get rid of that pain show up, especially, you know, the more pain there is, the more strategies we use. And that's, that's fight. That's getting into a struggle. And if you imagine that 
um, if we're just talking about hard feelings for a moment, um, if you imagine that your hard feelings are on the other end of a rope and you pick up the rope and you're in a massive tug of war with those feelings, those feelings will never drop the rope. Mm. which means the choice is yours. (laughs) You can drop the rope and your feelings might still be there trying to engage you in the war. Mm. They They won't necessarily go away, but you have the choice to stop the fight. Mm. So I like to think of it in terms of acceptance being a choice to step out of the struggle. Mm. It doesn't mean that the situation necessarily just gets better overnight and it certainly doesn't mean that the feelings are are any less painful, but it does mean you're not necessarily making it worse by adding this war-like approach to it. It's interesting as you were just talking about that, the image in my mind that came up was the a tug of war rope and I feel that on one then on one end you have acceptance and then on the other you've got the resistance and I feel like resistance is a big part that comes up immediately when we have those hard feelings and we feel discomfort because we immediately want to run away from the pain and it's funny how if you're you, you have that choice to choose resistance or you can choose acceptance and so if you have that visual of a tug of war rope in your mind then if you're the observer you can choose between the two and acceptance doesn't mean that you're giving in and like you mentioned in the beginning you're liking what's happening or that you're approving of it or you're residing yourself to this particular problem and and having to feel those feelings of pain or fear when acceptance is there, I think that you're exactly right. The On the other side of that coin is what I wanted to say is resistance. Mm. And that makes me think that I, I want to reinforce that acceptance is, again, not a destination. And I think we've talked about this in every single episode. But I'll, I'll say it again because I want the listeners to understand that Uh, It's like this for me and it's like this for you and it's like this for people who have already done a significant um, work, a significant amount of work in the personal growth arena, that you don't just choose acceptance on a day and then you're there. It's certainly never been like that for me. And the harder something gets, the more I have to consciously practice acceptance, sometimes moment by moment. Mm, Absolutely. Sorry, I'm just going to jump in, but that's the key, I think, moving moment by moment instead of rushing ahead to what could possibly go wrong or all the steps that you need to take. I feel like acceptance is the very first step that needs to be taken and from there you move moment by moment. Yep, I totally agree. It's a choice to accept Mm -hmm. and then it's a choice to accept again and accept again. And that means that in between times we can often get off track and fall back into resistance, but you always have the choice to come back to acceptance. Mm -hmm. So in other words, acceptance is not perfect. Exactly. And it's not about beating yourself up if you do fall back into resistance because it doesn't matter. You're allowed to be, you know, quote unquote on track and then off track. It's totally fine. And I think it's an, it's a growth process where we accept something, then we sort of resist it again, and then we come back to it. And slowly we grow that acceptance muscle. And over time we start to begin and realize the power that acceptance has in creating change. Yes. So let's talk about how we can find acceptance for what is. 
how do we accept the hard feelings or thoughts or the sensations that come up? If it's worked so well for you, what have you worked out works for you personally? Mm, For me, it's not necessarily about accepting the circumstances. So the story of what's happening, it's really about just accepting the the feeling and the emotions. So I separate myself from what the story is and just observe the emotions and do my best not to get caught up in them and just realize that they are happening, allow myself to feel into them rather than try to run away. And by run away, that could look like me taking an action that would relieve the pain or trying to fix the situation by taking some by implementing some sort of strategy because I feel in whatever challenge that presents itself there's a lesson for me there and those feelings are coming up for a reason and if I'm going to push them down or push them aside or find something outside of me to distract myself from those feelings I know from experience that they're going to present themselves again later on and it might be in the same form or it might come up in a different situation or aspect of my life. So it's really just about feeling those emotions and allowing them to be there. And sometimes in allowing them to be there, sometimes I might sit down with them. Sometimes I might just sit myself down on the lounge or sit outside and just feel into that but also not create extra content in my head. So if I'm feeling emotion and I'm feeling sadness, I'm not going to start off trying to work out why I'm feeling sad. And then the story might go to, oh, it's because this person did this to me. And then you know how stories kind of snowball and turn into this big thing. So it's really just about not adding content and feeling the emotion. And other times I might go for a walk because if I – take myself out of that particular mindset, I can still feel what's going on. And I think we've discussed it in previous episodes, but just take an action and be present in the world and still experience what's happening inside of me. And it doesn't have to take me into that story and suck me into it. And very quickly for the most part, you know, maybe the longest I can imagine at a time it would take an hour, but a lot of the time that emotion kind of dissipates. And that's when I know that I've dealt with it in that moment. Oh, so much great stuff there. I think one of my favorite things about what you just said, Mon, is that the more you try to run away with it, sorry, run away from it, Mm. the more it will show up in other areas of your life. Mm. So you can't um, get away with not dealing with it. Well, you can, you can keep perpetually running, but that's exhausting. And you know from experience now that if you choose to not deal with it right then and not face it and not accept what the feeling is, that it's just going to show up at some later time anyway. Mm. Exactly right such an important thing to be able to understand is that feelings are messengers, but they also require processing. So the more we try to bury something or deny it or um, delete it and eliminate it from our life somewhere, the more, um, particularly if it's a strong messenger, the more it will keep coming back until we've um, learned the lesson that we need to learn or process the emotion for what it is. In your professional experience, having a client that might come in who is having trouble accepting 
their feelings Mm -hmm. because for some people this could be a foreign concept for some of our listeners it might be something that they already do and uh, and we don't know so just say it's someone that isn't really familiar with doing this kind of work what is aside from the suggestions that I offered is there anything else that you offer to your clients where they can learn to find acceptance for what they're experiencing yeah so my favorite technique for accepting hard feelings is a visual technique. Mm-hmm. And I encourage clients to be able to locate the feeling in their body. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, both personally and professionally, the vast majority of our strong feelings occur in our ch- chest or our gut or mm-hmm. a combination of both. Sometimes feelings will occur everywhere throughout your body, um, but most often it's in our torso area. And then I encourage clients to describe the feeling in as much detail as possible. So they essentially objectify it. Like you keep referring to observing. Mm -hmm. One way to get into that observing um, attitude and to step back from the feeling is to simply describe it as if it were an object. Mm -hmm. So I ask clients um, whether or not, you know, it takes up all of their chest or how big is it and what kind of weight does it have? Mm-hmm. Um, then I talk to them about, you know, the colour of it and the texture of it um, and the, you know, every everything that you can think of to describe an object, how much power it has, whether or not it's hollow, whether or not it's solid, if it's pressing on them anywhere, um, those types of things where you can start to see this is a thing inside me and they get a visual picture of it. And then after that, I get them to breathe into it and imagine that they're breathing around it to create some space. Mm -hmm. So this part of the technique is designed to get people to imagine they're expanding around the feeling to give it some room to be there. So this is the actual acceptance part where you shift into an attitude of allowing, not liking, but allowing. So you may never like the feeling, particularly if it's, let's say it's anger, I really don't like feeling angry. I find it very uncomfortable. And yet the more you fight with anger, the bigger the anger gets, right? So if you sit with anger and you allow it to be, let's say it's in your chest, you're breathing around it to create some space. And this is where um, if you just allow something to be there, oftentimes it will get less intense Mm -hmm. and sometimes well, look, the worst that can happen is it doesn't get more intense when you're allowing it to be there because you're not in a fight with it. Mm. I really love that you said that it creates space. And I think that's a key component to touch on for our listeners because we want to create more space because as we create space, whatever it is that is taking up our space becomes smaller. And from then either the emotions dissipate or a, a solution that is true to us rather than one of those strategies or or immediate thoughts that our mind creates of like, oh, I can fix it by doing this. The true answer can arise out of that space, I find. 
I <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> I was like, how do I frame this? So I feel like I got to the end of that example and I was like, mm, I don't know that I made that clear, but you just did. Thank you. <laughs> I actually found yours very clear, so <laughs> it's totally fine. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Hopefully the <laughs> listeners get it. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm sure I'm clear, so hopefully they are clear too. Sorry if we've confused you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you mind sharing maybe how you personally deal with moments of having to accept hard feelings? Sure. Um, so the most recent time I had to use acceptance was not yesterday, but the day before when I was writing an article and I was incredibly frustrated with the writing process and frustrated with myself in that writing process and what was coming up for me was frustration, I, mm-hmm. I guess, is the best um, feeling. And so what I will do is um, I do a combination of accepting thoughts and accepting feelings at once. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I do is I go to my mind and I check in with what my mind's saying. And in situations like that, it's always unhelpful always. If I'm feeling that level of discomfort emotionally, my mind is always being unhelpful to get me to that point. And so I check in with my mind initially and I will step back from my mind. So I might say, not usually out loud, particularly if there's people around, um, (laughs) but I'll say in my head, you know, something like, thanks mind, thanks for doing your job. Because minds have a job to do, which is to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. And the way they do that is by continually pointing out threats or problems. And in 2018, where we sit on the eastern coast of Australia, it's not usually a life or death situation. At least it's not, you know, for when we're safe at home. Um, One of the things that my mind will still do is just point out everything that could go wrong. And it might be incredibly subtle and to do with my own worth. Mm -hmm. So... For instance, my mind was saying things like, oh, what's the point of even writing right now? What you're writing is not quality enough. Um, It's taking you too long anyway. Um, You shouldn't even be doing this. You should be doing something else. Um, And I'm not even sure that you should be writing for this publication because it's not good enough. So what I'll do is I'll stop and I'll go, okay, thanks, mind. Thanks for doing your job. And just recognizing that my mind is giving me commentary because that's what minds do. So I'm not engaging in the commentary itself. Mm-hmm. I'm just accepting that my mind's going to do that. And then I imagine that it's playing in the background like a radio um, that I can't turn off, but I can also choose to just have it as background noise that I'm not engaging in. Secondly, I come back to the feeling the frustration was in uh, around my solar plexus, I think, if I recall correctly. And then I'll do exactly what I just described. So I see it as an object, um, describe it to myself and then breathe into it and make room for it to be there. So it's almost like I accept that this passenger of frustration is going to be with me while I do this particular task that I need to do, whether I like it or not. Mm. And as soon as I make peace with that, and by making peace, I mean, I don't love it. It's not like I've gone, yes, there's a bit of frustration here. This is wonderful. It's not like that because that is also a judgment. So instead, once I come to it with an attitude of this just is what it is right now, then all of a sudden it doesn't act as so much of a roadblock. Mm. 
it, it moves from sitting in front of me, stopping me from doing what I'm doing, to sitting beside me. And it's a passenger that I'd rather not have, but I do have it because it's just sitting there and I have to accept that it's there, but I can move forward anyway with it. Mm. So perfectly said. I love it so much. You mentioned so many good things in that example. So I think that's an excellent way to practice dealing with those emotions. And I really want to highlight again, how it's not about getting rid of the emotion. It's really just allowing it to be there in the background or sitting beside you, however you like to view it in your mind. So listeners don't try to get rid of the feeling because that goes back, that goes back to the resistance. Let's talk about how we can confuse acceptance because I'm sure a lot of our listeners are probably like, oh, but I don't want to accept this because then it means X, Y, Z. I know in the beginning before I really for myself embodied what acceptance meant, I did confuse it with, but then I'm accepting this situation, then I'm resigning myself to being okay with things not going how I think that they should go. Mm. And, and it felt like I was saying, yes, I want this. And so then the resistance would spark up and I felt, oh, I, I, but I don't want this. I want this to go away and I need to fix this because if I don't fix this, then everything else is going to fall apart and I'm just going to fall deeper and deeper. And in having that realization, I eventually realized that that was just me resisting it and denying what was happening because it wasn't about accepting the circumstances in front of me. It was about accepting the feelings. Mm. And we're so driven to want to fix situations. Like it's not, it's not like you can't focus on solving the problem. It's just that in the moment, if you fight with the feeling while you're trying to do that, then it creates more problems to solve mm-hmm. because the feeling gets bigger and you become more paralyzed by it. I know in my experience, and I'm curious to know about yours as well. I feel like if there is a heightened emotion and there's a lot of, you know, charge around that emotion, that to find the answer in that very moment that the emotions are running riot is not the time where I'm going to find the truest answer for myself anyway. What's been your experience with that? Oh, exactly the same. I find that, um, especially in interpersonal situations, actually. Mm -hmm. So if there's a situation, let's say I've had, um, you know, I've had a bad day and I've perhaps let my um, feelings get in the way of relating to my partner as good as what I wanted to, said something that I didn't mean. Oftentimes I can't actually deal with that in the moment because I haven't processed the emotion that was behind it. Mm. Whereas if I sleep on it and come back to it the next day, I'm much clearer to be able to go, okay, here's what was happening and I'm sorry and um, do the things that allow me to get vulnerable without getting caught up in a stronger emotion as it was. So I don't think that any time that the emotion is incredibly hot is the problem-solving time. I think that once you've got some distance from the thoughts and feelings, that's when you can start moving into problem-solving. When the, when the emotions are very, very high, that's the time for crisis management. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So you might go for a walk or you might, you know, just grab a glass of water, something to interrupt those thought processes and that emotion, you know, spiraling out of control to be able to come back to just I'm here, I'm okay, I'm, you know, safe and I'm doing what I need to do to just get through this next minute, depending on, you know, what the situation is. Mm. As you were speaking, it reminded me, I thought it would be valuable to share that maybe when, because I think feel like in the beginning we were more so talking about acceptance when it's something that's happening in our lives but doesn't necessarily involve another person in that very moment. And your example of uh, interpersonal relationship, I feel like from my own experience, I know if the emotions are too much, uh, say I was having a disagreement with a partner, then... I've, I know that I can shut down. That's my, my mechan- safety mechanism that is in place. And because I'm aware of that, now I do what I can to ensure that I don't shut down because then I feel like it fuels more conflict between me, myself and the other person. So I feel like if you are one of those people who isn't able to maybe process your thoughts and, and feelings immediately in that kind of a situation then simply just say look I just do you mind if we have a moment can I just go and have some space again going back to creating some space around what we're feeling and then come back to this conversation and I think I read this somewhere once and if you can't do that then just say you have to go to the bathroom and go and take your space and when you feel ready to come come out then come back to the conversation because again, it's creating that space around those feelings for yourself. And then you'll be able to respond to the situation at hand without, you know, maybe attacking or shutting down depending on what your style of dealing with conflict is. And the great point there is that sometimes space isn't just psychological, it's geographical. Mm. So you need to get a space from the person, you know, either in you know, in your house or um, if you've, if you're in a situation where you can't be around that person right now because it's heightening the emotions that you actually take a break and then you come back into the conversation. I think the key is there and the key is with anything that you're accepting that you still come back at some stage to look at solutions or to look at problem solving. We're not saying that, you know, you just have to accept things as they are and therefore um, you give into it. Or you give up and you, you know, wallow in it or you think that you're just approving of the circumstances and there's nothing to be done about it. Now, in some cases in life, you know, life presents us with horrific things that can't be changed. Um, But having said that, there's a place to be able to choose your approach to how you respond to that situation. Yes. And I'm so glad you highlighted that in terms of it's not about giving up and residing yourself to whatever it is that you're accepting, because there there will be some sort of action like we've highlighted already. However, you might not know what the action is immediately, but it's not Mm. to just give up and sit in a corner and be like, oh, well, I don't know what to do and I'm going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'll just rock here in the fetal position and see, (laughs) see where that gets me. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, that's not a a strategy that some people use at sometimes when it gets really, really hard, but I'm just saying, don't confuse acceptance for giving up and having to just sit in it without exerting your 
agency in that situation to be able to change the situation. I'm just saying that when the emotions are heightened, perhaps that's not the time to be able to make that happen. Mm. Now, I feel like our listeners are probably getting the gist as to why acceptance is so important and what role it does play in our lives. Mm. But let's just dissect as to why acceptance is a fundamental to moving forward. Sure. I think for me, (laughs) if you want to be able to move forward from a place that's hard or from a hard emotion, you just simply can't unless you accept you're there in the first place. Yeah. I think it's as simple as that. I, I guess for me, I guess I feel like in a way I'm just repeating myself, but unless I do accept, then I'm going to be meeting with a lot of closed doors because I'm not taking the time to really experience and observe what is happening and then maybe look to see why it's happening. And I know that if I want to move forward, then acceptance is the very first thing that I need to do. That's right. It's the first step, I think. The first, well, the first step is awareness. And the second part of that is once you're aware When you accept that you are where you are, you can choose where you're going to go next. I'm sure that anyone who has resisted acceptance will understand that there's a level of struggle that comes with that and there's that angst and that feeling of being stuck and frustrated. And so we just want to also highlight that the consequences of not accepting whatever is happening is going to be that continuous cycle of almost an uphill battle, I think. So like we said, it's quite simple. Just become aware of what's happening and then just slowly be gentle with yourself and accept it. It might take some time. I found in the beginning to accept things. It took a bit of practice, to be honest, because I think I kept thinking that I had to accept what was happening in the story. Which means that initially there's that resistance because you don't want to. Exactly. And that's when you know it's not true acceptance. So if I can offer my biggest lesson out of going through my understanding of why acceptance is so important, it's really not necessarily about accepting what is happening. It's just accepting those feelings and allowing them to be there. Yeah, and for me it would be to understand that it does feel counterintuitive. Mm. So to have to sit with something that you don't like and to be able to allow it to be there as part of your experience is very counterintuitive to our process as humans because we want to get rid of pain, which means that we want to fight it. So resistance actually feels like the first driver for action. Mm. I have to resist this. I have to get rid of it because it's causing me pain. And what we're uh, suggesting that you do is actually counterintuitive to that, but a far more effective strategy in the long term. Mm. It's, it's a bit like learning to be comfortable within the discomfort. That's right. Well, I think that close to wraps up our conversation today. Beck, would you like to share with our listeners something lovely that you've got for them? Sure. I thought that this month, while we're talking about acceptance and we're talking about hard feelings, this is often a a place that we get to when we're doing healing work on ourselves. And one of the things I wanted to share with the listeners this month is a free download, um, a collection of reminders for revolutionary healing that I offer and just helps to remind people about the healing process to keep them on track and, and enable them to be able to um, stick it out 
because it's a hard process and it's often an ongoing process. So in the show notes, um, you'll be able to find a link to download uh, those reminders and hopefully you can put them up somewhere where you can see them and they'll help you to be able to do the work mm-hmm. that we're all doing all times, I think. But for anyone that's right in the midst of it, this might be helpful. Okay, listeners, and if you need any support, both Beck and I are here and you can find us on Instagram at Dr. Rebecca Ray or at Monica Cade. We'd love to hear from you and we're more than happy to answer any questions you have around acceptance or anything else. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next month.